It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. First of all, yes, I know. I said I wouldn't do another walk and talk, but here we are in Paris on the Rue de Fontaine once again. It is Friday the 9th of June, which for a lot of tennis fans is 25th of December of every year. I, I don't quite know what I'm trying to say. It's tennis Christmas, isn't it? It's Djokovic versus Alcaraz. It's 22-time Grand Slam pin trying to break the record against the world number one and, you know, hot new man around town. Um, I think it's pretty much the I was going to say the most important thing happening today I, I assume it, there are more important things happening all over the world <laughs> the, but this tennis match if you're a tennis fan and if you're a tennis unfiltered listener it's probably the most important thing happening for you today uh, I hope you've managed to either get the afternoon off or have been able to what did I say in my newsletter? Not work from home. I work, but, you know, you're just going to be watching the tennis. Um, I will come on to the match itself, but given that it will have already happened by the time a fair few of you listen to this, I'm going to look backwards. Um, not literally, because then I would fall over, which is not what I need this morning. Um, no, I'm going to look at two pretty brilliant women's semi-finals in their own way. Um, I know it's... You know, a lot. some people don't like women's tennis. My mother, for example, doesn't really like women's tennis for whatever reason. But I think those two semis really delivered some entertainment um, for all number of reasons. First match, Makova versus Sabalenka. Uh, it was Makova who, of course, emerged victorious. 7-6-6-7-7-5. And she played really well, but... She was the beneficiary of an almighty collapse from Marina Sabalenka in the third set. That, the like of which we kind of thought she had ironed out of her system. But obviously those, those demons never really leave you. And in the moments of highest pressure, they, they return to you. 
and that's what happened she had a match point at 2-5 on the McOver serve and actually McOver was just nerveless she served out wide and then uh, just unfurled a great inside out forehand which I mean McOver doesn't have a lot of weapons like <clears throat> she's very good at lots of things but you know if you were to say what's her most potent shot you might say the inside out forehand but she doesn't belt it she's just very consistent with it strikes the ball well and anyone who knows me knows I love it when players come to the net and McHover is so keen to do that um, you know she's she was serving volleying drop shots um, even the odd chip and charge which I always think against someone like Irina Sabalenko who hits as hard as she does is quite brave but you know, it, it came off and she kind of acknowledged that if Sabalenka was going to strike the ball well, and she was, she wasn't going to be able to trade with her from the baseline because that was only going to end one way. Um, and I think probably physically she wasn't feeling great either. Um, she was definitely cramping, I think, at the end of the second set. I mean, it was a long match. It was a hot day. It was like over three hours... It was about 28 degrees, middle of the day. And uh, for people who don't know anything about Carolina McCover, and I must say I've learnt a lot about her in the last couple of days, um, she's been through a lot of injuries. Uh, in uh, When she missed the Australia, when she got injured at the Australian Open last year, the doctor kind of started saying, well, it's another injury. Maybe this tennis luck isn't for you, but... She seems like a very level-headed woman and she just kept quite calm and worked hard and, yeah, scrapped her way back. She was quite interesting afterwards um, because she basically said, um, you know, I, I had to get my ranking back up after time out and I had to go play, like, small ITF events and, you know, not, not many crowd and... She was quite honest. She said that that wasn't really for me. I didn't like it. It it wasn't motivating or anything. I just hated it. Um, And she's talked so much this week about how amazing it is to play in front of these big crowds on Chatrier and people cheering her name. And yeah, she'll have, I mean, obviously, Igor Shontek, who beat, excuse me, um, who beat Beatrice Adamire in the other semi final. Obviously, she would be the crowd's favourite. She's a two-time champion here, defending champion, world number one, etc. But I think there'll be a lot of people in that stadium keen to see Carolina Makova put on a show. But partly because people want to see three sets of tennis. Um, but also because I think her story and her manner is compelling and I think people empathise. Um, but anyway, well, back to the match itself. Havalenka... Missed out on that match point. She served for the match at 5-3. She was broken. In fact, after she missed out on that match point, she lost 20 of the last 24 points of the match, um, including probably the worst and maybe most familiar Arena Sabalenka moment was 40-15, 5-all, and she hits two consecutive double faults. Um, you know, this is... The thing is, I read a really interesting stat before the semi that last year Savalenka was averaging 7.7 double faults per match, and this year she's averaging under four. 
so it's clearly something that she's worked on and improved but unfortunately like i said those demons they appear in the moments of highest pressure and that's what that was that was the big moment and i think the emotional drain of not securing that match point and then actually she said that wasn't so bad it was the losing her serve at 5-3 that really took it out of her and yeah just tried to lean on the serve obviously and did kind of what you know has become her style where in moments where she really needs it she doesn't go conservative she actually goes more aggressive and you know dials up the power because that's what got her there and I think that's right but and I think maybe that's where the double fault titles came from is you know being too scared of it being too conservative and you know if you don't commit I mean, I'm not a, a biomechanicist or a technical expert on tennis by any stretch but I think Calvin and maybe I'll ask him but I think Calvin would agree that if you don't commit to the second serve it really starts to go wrong quite quickly um, and that's what happened, I'm afraid. But that's not to say it wasn't a great match. You know, it was a real battle. Um, as I say, Mikova played such an entertaining brand of tennis. You know, a little bit like Carlos Alcaraz, to be honest. Like, um, there are similarities. And I think it'll be, there'll be a lot of running in the final, I'll tell you that much. Um, and that's because she is playing Yves Tech, who beat Beatrice Haddad Meyer in, well, the scorebook says straight sets, but I don't think that really tells a full story because the fighting spirit of Beatrice Hadamaya, who before the match had spent more than double the amount of time on court that Shontek had, she played nearly four hours against Sarah Cerebes Tormo. I mean, she should have been knackered. And yet, there she was, deep in the second set tiebreak just scrapping and I mean there was a running forehand down the line that she hit when actually I thought Shontek she hit a good forehand short ball and should have followed it in and didn't it wouldn't have made a difference I think because Haramaya cleaned the line but I think it was a slight error and maybe a sign of a few nerves from Shontek who was trying to close out the match I, I think Hadamaya though I mean she played really well on the grass last year I think she won Nottingham and Eastbourne but then lost in the first round of Wimbledon to Kai Yuvan those things happen I think she's a much more experienced player now you know she had previously I think never been past the second round of a slam which is wild for someone who's a number 14 seed uh, but has been very consistent in other places and yeah, she, I think she's um, I think she's going to be one to watch on the grass. And I, I think she'll be a great addition because she is different again. Like, I think we talk a lot about the contenders and the women's tour and how we want there to be more consistency. But it's also nice to have variation of styles. You know, Sabalenka and Rybakina are quite similar. Whereas, as I say, Makova, for example, is a bit different. Um... Hadamaya, she's a lefty, she's tall, scrappy, moves really well. Um, and I think plays a different game style from 
from anyone in the top 10 really so and I think she's going to be I think potentially she's now top 10 so that puts her firmly in the mix um, and yeah I think we'll see her again at that stage I'm sure and maybe even further but yes that sets up Saturday's final I hope if you're currently watching Alcaraz Djokovic you're enjoying it if you're about to watch it enjoy it if you've already watched it I hope it was a belter me and George will talk about it on Saturday Sports Social Podcast Network Hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.